Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. You've done it all. Yes, good morning. This is Race Guard on this uh, Saturday morning. Good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Chat with industry racing experts in Ladbrokes communities. Download the app today. Launch your punting plan with the Ladbrokes app. Take on the fun and download the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke it. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org. Nicholas Quinn, hello to you. Welcome back to Race Card on this Saturday morning. Hello, Gareth. Hello, all. The action, we're all still catching our breath from the last couple of weeks. The Magnificent Magic Millions, you've done some terrific work throughout the course of the week, and hopefully we can find a few winners today, and hopefully we can see a few horses go through the grades, potentially launching bigger and brighter things on the back of victories today. And I think there could be a horse that will take out one of today's feature races at Flemington that will do exactly that. I know you've spoken to the connection of this horse during the course of the week, so there'll be no prizes for guessing who I'm talking about. But I think Ray Magnero, okay. Magnero could be something something to follow going forward. We had a few of the boys this morning take on this galloper, Ray Magnero, saying that it's performed okay, but hasn't really set the clock alight. I think they've been a little bit tough with their, their marking of that galloper, and they're taking on... Ray with a few other horses coming from New South Wales today. Just having a look at the Ladbrokes market, um, which will kick off the quaddy there at Flemington today, which is race seven on the program. And um, just as it goes onto my computer screen right now. So race seven, the benchmark 84. Jungle Jim on the quick backup at 350. Ray Magnerio at 260. Dehorn Unicorn for Joe Pride and Blake Shin at 450. And uh, we even had a little bit of support here for Pink Bow Tie, which is a Victorian trained by Brian McGrath and Thomas Stockdale at seven fifty twenty. So, what price is a good price for your top selection, Ray Magnerio? Well, if all these astute individuals are tipping against the favourite, we might get a fraction better than the current quote right on offer. But we've seen this horse well backed on a couple of occasions as well was not only the best back runner in the race, but the best back runner on the Geelong program when getting the job done was a narrow victory, but an impressive victory. Nonetheless was well backed late at Flemington when defeating Mornington glory a horse. I've got a lot of time for was a hot favorite at sale. So it has a really good SP profile. So I anticipate punters will be keeping this galloper pretty safe. And I know you've got a great working relationship with Robbie Griffiths. Get a good chat to Robbie throughout the course of the weekend. I just sense an air of excitement when he talks about yeah. this galloper. Normally, Robbie maybe keeps his cards close to his chest a little bit. Maybe he was influenced by his great mate and the genius himself, Dean Lester, who always just didn't give too much away when trying to not get too excited talking about their horses. But the fact that he's mentioned races like the Oakley Plate and the New Market Handicap coming up in just a couple of weeks and months is a really good sign for mine. Obviously, he's had great success with a horse like the quarterback in those feature sprint races. And... The fact this galloper that's five from seven is being potentially targeted at those races, this would have to be a nice stepping stone. Um, I don't mind one of Robbie Griffiths earlier on in the day. We've mentioned this a few times in Celestial Storm, 850 with Ladbrokes, 245 to place. Blake Shin writes here. So 
I think it's a mighty chance each way there at Flemington today. It's probably the calm before the storm because it's not a bad program there at headquarters. And Rose Hill's not a bad program either. But the bigger guns start to come back next week, especially some of the nice two-year-olds. And then uh, the open-class gallopers and some of the three-year-olds that will be back at the races as the summer slash autumn carnival starts to heat up. So, Quinny, just make your card at Flemington. What else do you like there? I want to get the job done nice and early. I think Bermudez will get the job done. Race one, number two has been runner-up in all three runs this preparation. So hopefully the win can come today. Joy McNeil in the saddle, just the small field, but I think he will repay maybe loyal and frustrated punters. Was terrific in defeat last time out there at Geelong and hopefully can go one better today. I think Galilei. Salute race two, number eight, Damien Lane to ride for the Freedmen, second up from a spell, and I think it'll be mighty hard to beat. And I know what you're going to say. Can you tip something that hasn't got the star in the form guide next to it? We don't want only favourites. Well, I've got one at double figure odds to have something cheeky each way, maybe staking slightly more the place than the win. But race six, number three, Hasseltoff from the Tom Dabernick stable, Damien Lane in the saddle. I don't mind the widest draw. I think could blend into this race nicely. A model of consistency, this galloper. And I think on an each-way basis, could be over the odds. All right, then. So that's Flemington today. Should be a perfect day. A little overcast, but we're probably most likely going to be on a good four. The rail's out nine metres. From a, a, a spring, or I should say an autumn slash summer point of view, we had Imperatrice gallop in between races there at Cranbourne the other night. Um, is there any particular horses that you're really looking forward to seeing? Over the carnival. Well, I mean, you do you do mention Imperatrice, and, and she's got to be the starting point as well. And, I mean, it's exciting, isn't it, when you see these two-year-olds start to come through. And hopefully it's a good crop of the two-year-olds and some of the races like the Blue Diamond and the Magic Millions can be absolute crackers. The Futurity Stakes is a race I'm looking forward to because I think we saw some terrific performances from the likes of Mr. Brightside, Alligator Blood and Fangirl last preparation. They're the top three in the market at this early stage. So... Hopefully they all go that way. That race being at Caulfield on Feb 24. And that could be absolutely mouth-watering because yeah. I think we've got this really nice crop of the 2,000-metre horses. I love it when these horses had a couple of preparations. Like, you can get an affinity with them. You can build trust with ones you like and sort of say, I want to back this horse this race and not over these circumstances. And that's what we want when we see these horses that are here for multiple, multiple preparations. And that Fur is another one I'm looking forward to seeing. was absolutely stupendous last spring. An early favourite for the Oakley Plate. It could be set for an international campaign. King Island today. Henry DeWise is there with the team. So um, we wish everybody the best of luck there. One of the highlights, they tell me, of the, the racing year, the trainers and the, the punters that went to King Island for their their big race meeting and the Miners' Rest Cups, the feature event where a host of Ballarat trainers do battle. So um, we wish everybody the best of luck there. Remember we had a bet in the race last year? When he, with the Ladbrokes market? Yeah. Unfortunately, I do remember. And it didn't quite go to script for us, Gareth. No, it didn't, which is usually the case <laughs> these days. Um, and I know that Shane Bennett's there, a great friend of ours on Giddy Up and SEN Track. So um, is there a market there today for this race? Yeah, there is. There's, the market's been out for a few days there at this King Island program. So hopefully... Who's if you winning? have had a, wanted to have a bet, oh, well, I'm not sure who's winning, but I'll tell you who's been well back. Southern Jewel, the favourite in the feature now, $1.55, dominates the race. Wholesome with my man Tommy Doyle in the saddle, a 340 second leg. 
thing. Cubic, a $7 chance, and Profits Rain at 11 So Southern Jewel, there's no form like winning form, has won three in a row, and the market certainly anticipates will be the one to beat for today's okay. future race. So $1.55, he's in the Andrew Noblet colours. Um, who's Cubic's colours in? They are, that's at $7 um, for Billy Hayes and Kelvin Sanderson. Um Merrill Privileges at 13s in the Henry DeWy colours. Wholesome's in the McAvoy colours at 340. Profits Rain, I think that's Andrew Bobbin's colours at $11. Um, Archie Alexander's colours is Cubic at $7. And Packs of Punch, that's the Kira Mar and David Eustace colours at $26. They tell me at the Calcutta, Southern Jewel went for 22000 Quinny, last, last night. That is just incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> You, you look at Calcutta's anywhere across the country for any feature race day, and that is certainly impressive. So there's obviously a collection of punters that anticipate that it will be simply too good and make it a fourth straight race success today. So good to see. Wouldn't it? it sounds like they had an absolute ball down there. The Calcutta, the money was flying around. There was a really good crowd. It sounds like there's going to be a massive crowd in attendance today. So Henry Dwyer, we know he's a wonderful trainer, but his greatest legacy might be the fact that him and others have really mm. put this race day back on the map. Yeah, the Oakley Plate, mind you, there's a few text messages coming through for us. For her, that looks like the perfect race for her around Caulfield, 1,000 metres. She'll tick a few boxes there. Um, what about today at Rose Hill? It's one of those race meetings. There's a few scratchings there. I love the yard comments available now on the Ladbrokes app. So you can see comments from the yard right before they jump on selected races. So that helps the punters out. You don't want your horses playing up in the parade ring, so that's just an extra tick there for the Ladbrokes yeah. punters. Um, what are we doing here, mate? What's your best bet? We're going to wait. Hopefully later on in the day yeah. we can get the job done with race eight, number four, step aside from the Chris Wallace stable. Drawn the ideal gate for this galloper, number one, Tommy, Berylin, Tommy Berry in the saddle. One very impressively three starts ago. Not too far out the last two and hopefully can get back on the winner's list today in the OTI colours, model of consistency and just looks perfectly placed to be too good today. So, all right, then step aside. Is he the only bet for you at Rose Hill? Uh, no, I'm not going to look you yes. in the eye and tell you that, Gareth. That would be what we call a porky pie to suggest that would be the only bet. I'm going to have something each way... Race two, number three, Bon Frankie. Yes. Runner-up when resuming from a spell, and I'm hoping can go one better today. Tyler Schiller in the saddle. I thought it was a really nice run last time out. Was big odds on that occasion. Now, that's somewhat of a concern. was a $21 chance when running second, but I did like the way he was strong through the line and hopefully can get the job done. And then again, later on in the day, so we're going to have to be a little bit patient, which is not something that I've mastered, Gareth, but we'll try and execute what we're preaching today. Race nine, number six, our Kobe's son, James McDonald in the saddle. Hasn't Jay Bank got another massive weekend? Hopefully he can get a couple of winners at Rose Hill today. Then he jumps up the front of the plane and goes over to Hong Kong where no doubt he'll do some good things again tomorrow. I think he's got a good book of rides today, but I think this galloper is his best winning mm -hmm. chance. A beaten favourite last time out at Randwick. Hopefully can bounce back and get the job done. Has won previously, second up from a spell. So that's the way I'm going to play it there. Again, drawn gate one. I'm hoping and anticipating it's no disadvantage to be up on speed today. Quinny, I want to know, now. So that's marking your card at Rose Hill then and at Flemington today. So it sounds like you're pretty confident, which is always good to see. So people can step aside and let Quinny just do his work today. <laughs> um, it, normally it, it goes one of two ways when you're this confident, yep. doesn't it, Gareth? It works out it's a really good Saturday or it's 
goes a little pear-shaped. What about, um, I want to ask you this question. I was watching on racing.com the other day, Tuesdays with Terry. Um, yes. You had a very special guest, the French rider that's come out. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Can you help me out there? I was hoping you were going to uh, you were going to have a crack there. It's it's a, it's a confusing name. Yes. Is it Michelle McHale? Yeah, I think so. That Something that like that. So yeah. Um, so Poor old Terry got it. He got a bit tongue tied. He it's, did, it's, didn't it's, he? It's a hard one though. So she spent some time with Michael Kent. She wants to be um, like a Damien Lane and a Frankie de Tory and ride on the world stage on a regular basis. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how she goes. We've had a couple of young import jockeys that have had success when they've come to Australia. Um, we've had Sebastian, not Sebastian, we had um, um, we had Tommy Marquand that came out and had success, yep. of course. Tommy Marquand came out, yep. We had um, the superstar galloper from um, the superstar jockey. Um, I, forgot, I can't believe I forgot his name. He got suspended for um, drinking too much. Um, um What's his name? I can't remember his name. How can I remember? He's one of the best Ocean, jockeys. Ocean Murphy. Ocean Murphy, yes. How can I forget Ocean Murphy's name? He think, came I out. Think and... being, I think you've been kind saying for drinking too much as well. He might owe you a drink for looking after him like that. Yeah, well, he was in all of it, basically. He um, <laughs> he didn't discriminate. Ocean. And, and there's there's actually a documentary on racing.com um, that they, they, they follow him, basically, during a COVID year at Royal Ascot. And it's quite the pressure that he put himself and you can understand how he went to the drink, but um, he was the leading jockey in England and it was quite remarkable that he was able to do that under the circumstances that he was competing at. It is incredible, isn't it? I mean, it's not dissimilar when you look at someone like Ben Cousins who was doing everything off the field and still producing on the field, but it's not something we recommend, but just on Mikhail Michelle or Mikhail Michael, depending how you're going to pronounce it, but we'll go with the Michelle. And Terry Valley did a very good job because it's not easy when you're trying to pronounce a difficult name and the person's in studio with you. But it is fascinating what she's doing. She plans on basing herself at Bendigo for about six months and just continuing to travel the world. She's already done this in Japan, Saudi Arabia, Italy, and the United States. She was a leading jockey over in France. She's a megastar in Japan. We know the Japanese absolutely love their racing and she is I described it as Taylor Swift famous when she's in that part of the world. So that's very, very exciting. I wouldn't be surprised to see her go to somewhere like Hong Kong as well. She's keen to do a little bit more riding back in America. So it's great. She's a great ambassador for the sport. And what did surprise me was not how good she was with her English, because we know how brilliant some of these Europeans are when they speak the English language, but how good she was on the banter. Like I thought a bit of that would be lost in translation, but she was very, very sharp and, no doubt we'll see plenty more of her and hopefully see plenty more of her in the winner's enclosure. Has she started riding here yet? Yes. Yep. She's had a, had a, oh, she's had a riding today. Yeah. Well, um, so she's, she's ridden at Flemington. Um, it'd be great if she was riding at Flemington probably in the spring because she was excited talking about her Flemington experience. But as you know, Gareth, there's a big difference riding in front of Flemington when there's 8,000 as opposed to 88,000. So, It'd be great if she's still here come the spring. At this stage, she's here for six months. We know how those things could change. And who knows, potentially uh, potentially we could see Sydney try and make her a little offer and get her to ride there as well. So hopefully the Victorian Association can keep her nutted down and she can stay here in Australia and most importantly in Melbourne for as long as possible. She spoke about really wanting to ride in the Cox Plate or on Cox Plate Day because that's a race that she uh, has a 
a lot of love for. She's had one ride at Flemington. She ran seventh on that occasion, but she's got the three rides at Flemington today. She heads to beautiful Mornington tomorrow, where she's got one ride later on in the day. So it'd be great to see her get a winner as well. Two yes, rides, I should say, at, at Flemington today. Yes, so one got, got balloted. Yeah, she's got two rides, and they're both at a rough price for the Brown Camp. She's with Brent Stanley, I should say. So um, that's the story there. Hey, well done to our man in New Zealand, Alexandra Quick, just won at Trentham. Um, we didn't get to see that race. I was um, I was talking to Quinny, so yeah. So you're off to a flyer. Yeah, we bet that was a great, great performance there by Alexandra Quick because all the text messages are coming through. Yeah, um, so that's the story there with um, Trentham, and it's it's O'Shea, not Ocean. Yeah, O'Shea, we know that O'Shea Murphy. Um, he was the jockey that we're having a chat about. He'd be great ambassador for world racing now. He's terrific the way that he goes about his stuff after he's set back anyway. Everyone loves a redemption story, don't they? And yeah. I think he's going to do some wonderful things on and off the track going forward. He's been very vocal about his challenges and at times errors, and hopefully he can help others avoid going down a similar path. Love your work today, Quinny. You go and enjoy yourself. What's, what's on for Nicholas Quinn today? No, I'm working at Flemington today, so hopefully we can uh, find a winner. You're back at headquarters, are you? How'd you get back into that? No, no, I'm I'm only back in a uh, presenting capacity, not back in a uh, hosting capacity, Gareth. I'm still working on that. Yeah, love it. You're a superstar. (laughs) Thanks for that, Quinny. (laughs) Thanks, Gareth. There we go. There's Nicholas Quinn. Always great to catch up with Quinny on a Saturday morning. This is Race Card Thanks to Ladbrokes. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with plenty more straight after this. Live on SEN Track, this is Race Car with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Welcome back to Race Card, Gareth Hall with you. Chat with industry racing experts in Ladbrokes communities. Download the app today. Launch your punting plan with the Ladbrokes app. Take on the fun and download the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke it. What's gambling really costing you? Adam Hamilton joins us on the line. Adam, hello to you, mate. He's about to join us in just a moment. We'll have a chat to him about the Ballarat Pacing Cup as well. Love to get his insights on that big group one trotting race today. So, um, that's going to be an absolute dead set beauty tonight there at Ballarat. So we'll have a chat to him about that. And we'll get some market movers for Rose Hill and also at Flemington with him. We might take the news here as we try and chase Adam. We'll take the news and come back with plenty more on this Saturday morning with Gareth Hall for Racecard. Back to race card. Thanks to Ladbrokes on this beautiful Saturday morning. Um, you can chat with the industry racing experts in Ladbrokes communities. Just download the app today and launch your punting plan. This is a great little device on the Ladbrokes app. Take on the fun and download the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke it. What's gambling really costing you for free and confidential support? Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. 
Um, Flemington and Rose Hill, we're taking a look at those cards as we're marking our race card today. We've also got some terrific racing there at Ascot today. I think we found a couple for you there. Race four, horse number five each way. Good judges telling me this galloper, Nirachi's a terrific each way hope. And the best bet on the program is Captain Pluto for Grant and Alana Williams um, and Chris Parnham at $1.95. So that's the story there at Ascot. At Eagle Farm today, Chris Nelson was keen on a few. Um, he didn't mind a couple of races in the early part of the program there at Eagle Farm. He liked race four, number three. That was Blue um, Spinel for Tony Golan. So race four, number three. He thinks Tony Golan might have a big day. He's keen on race seven, number five, Black on Beauty. So that's race seven, number five, and race ten, number six, Shopping Esprit is also his best bet there today at Eagle Farm. So that's the story there at Eagle Farm. And at Gawler today, it's not a bad program. Um, there's a few chances there, according to Mitchie Lewis, who's keen on a couple there today. In fact, his best comes up in the middle part of the card, Sabella, which is race seven, number two. In fact, Sabella's nearly the best for, his, uh, for the day, both at Flemington and also at Gawler. So that's race seven, number two. Um, don't forget there's a terrific meeting in Hong Kong tomorrow and Tom Wood has sent through his tips for that program there at Sha Tin. And James McDonald is heading back to Hong Kong to ride the horse that um, Tommy Wood is tipping there at Happy, at, I should say at Happy Valley at Sha Tin tomorrow for this big Group 1 meeting. He likes Voyage Bubble in the Stewards Cup. So that's race seven, number two. His best is race six, number three, Geneva. And race five, number three, Superb Kid. 0499 736 736. Let us know your best bets today. Um, or you can give us a call, 1300 2355 48. Tell us why you're backing something. Um, and see if we can um, back a few winners there uh, with your help. So that's 0499 736 736 or 1300 23. 5548. Paul Sebastiani joins us here to give us a, an update on the, the big market movies yes, with Ladbrokes we today, will. Paul. We what, shall indeed. Who, who are they backing there? Uh, we'll the, start with Flemington. We shall. So, race two, uh, there's a Rosemont horse called Winds of March, which I do believe is owned by, uh, is, it's part owned by Simon O'Donnell. Okay. I think he might have a little share in this. I don't know if he's had a bet with Ladbrokes, but it's the market mover at the moment in uh, race two at Flemington, the Stayers event, which is. Uh, uh, the favourite uh, yeah. is Galileus, okay. which uh, is the $2.10 elect uh, with our friends at Ladbrokes, G-Man. Uh, but Winds of March is going to be the market mover uh, in race number two at Flemington. Shy Me is the market mover for Ladbrokes in race number three for Cliff Brown and Bo yes. Mertens. Drawn the inside, so it may be a little bit tricky. It's a favourite as well, so that's the one that the market has honed in on. Uh, Osmar, market mover, race number four as well. $3.40 elect, well-backed. Uh, race five, the market mover is another good off and runner in Kin. Uh, Jamie Carr, James Cummings. Uh, the Flux, $2.70 into $2.40 with our friends at Ladbrokes. And then the Quaddy Legs, mm -hmm. the one that I liked, uh, Gareth, El Salado. Uh, the Flux on this horse, it's the market mover, eight fifty was the opening price with uh, Ladbrokes. $4 uh, is what the punters at Ladbrokes have had a crack at. Uh, so race six, 
number eight, Al Salado for Mark Zara and Robbie Lang. Market mover, race number six at Flemington, Al Salado. And Ray Magnero, I reckon, I reckon half the country might be on this, yeah. uh, Gareth. 3.30 into 2.60 with Ludbrokes. Market mover, race seven, number three. Ray Magnaria, but there has been a little push yes. for the Joseph Pride trained horse, the Horned Unicorn, five fifty into four dollars and fifty cents. So, yeah, I okay. think Ray Magnaria, just from a flux perspective, is probably the best back what, runner. So is Elsa later. What Flemington. about at Rose Hill? Uh, Rose Hill today, uh, the first race, uh, customizes the favourite three twenty uh, market mover though first starter. Karen McAvoy, Terry Croft combined, Zootastic. Not often that, uh, I don't think you often see a Terry Croft runner as our market mover. No. There have been a few scratchings. The only runners that have deducted uh, money out of the market have been Deputise and Bronco Revolution. So 12 cents and 3 cents. So not a lot going on yeah. there. But Zootastic, $41 into $12 with Ladbrokes. $41 into $12, Zootastic. Karen McAvoy, Terry Croft. Uh, that is a decent size go, Gareth. So punters have missed the price, but uh, if you're going to yep. follow the market in the first with the first starters, that's probably the way to go. Any money for Secret 40. He's got a tough gate to overcome. Uh, is that in the first? Yeah, 13 uh, to 11, I see there. Yeah, now. it is. There's yep. a bit of a drift, but um, I would I would say that's been kept safe, relatively safe anyway. Uh, yep. Yeah, there's been a small nibble for it. Uh, fourth up, fourth career start, 13s into 11s, as you suggested. What did you? What else did we like it? Uh, mm. What else did the lads like it? Caballus is probably going to be one of the runners that uh, people yep. hone in, in on today. The $2.35 favourite. That's race five, force number one. It's 280 into 235. It's been solid a little easy, in mm. fact, the last 12 hours, Cabellus. Um, they're backing epic proportions into $5. And Thunderlips has been a bit of a mover. The stable mates of this favourite, Bjorn Baker and J-Mac. That's interesting, isn't $6. it? $6. That's always interesting when you've got two runners from the same stable. One's the favourite and then the other's double figures into single figures. Yeah. So... Uh, race five, number three, is the market mover with Ladbrokes. Uh, Gareth, Thunderlips, $14 into $6. So very intriguing move, at, move there on the Ladbrokes markets. Yep, and First Light's had a little bit of backing in race number six. Um, are they backing any horses there? California Grass, yep. market mover. Correct. Uh, it's the one that they want uh, with Ladbrokes at the minute. So Flux on that horse, $8.50 into $6. Uh, John, uh, sorry, eight fifty into five fifty. I do like John Thompson as a trainer. Yep. Uh, very astute, places his horses very well. Uh, so that's the market mover in race six. Uh, and race seven, powerful peg, uh, okay. the market mover. I know Dan Ustar was mentioned before, of course. Uh, Mick Gannon, a, a, a gun here on SEN track. Uh, he, I think they, they like it. It's part of the mailbag. Yep. Uh, they're flying the uh, little syndicate, aren't they? They're I going, say little, they're not little anymore. No, they're going well. Going, going very, well very well. If you go on the team. Um, so powerful peg the market mover in that race, race seven, number seven, uh, at Rose Hill for Ladbrokes and step aside while back, but anything goes is the market mover race eight, uh, number eight. I think step aside has been a little bit of a, okay, bit of a perennial for punters. I think the last two starts, but, um, it's come up favorite again, but market mover in race eight at Rose Hill is anything goes. I'll tell you the biggest market mover of all time today is in the trots and that Ballarat pacing cup. I'm just having a look at the Ladbrokes market for that feature event there in the trots tonight, um, which is race number seven on the, the program, the Deco Glaze Ballarat Pacing Cup. Um, Kanina Prevlima, it's $19. <laughs> uh, 
into five fifty. So that was its <laughs> opening price. So it's been one hell of a go. Catch a wave a dollar ninety out of two dollars ten. Uh, Beyond the light five fifty to five dollars has had support. CR at seven fifty. So I don't know. There's a horse I like in race four. You take my breath away. It's three ninety out to four dollars forty. Money for Champagne Delight and Jillaby Willow's been solid enough there. So that's Ballarat Pacing Cup night. Mm. Um, so looking forward to that, mate. Is is Catcher Wave just hitting? I know I know it won last start, but it was in a six horse field. Is yeah. he does he just hit a little bit of a? No, you see, he's first up. He trialed yeah. nicely. I think if he drew where Kanina Prevlima did, he'd be a dollar fifty because yep. he'd get the front. But I don't think he can get the front. So whether he's good enough to breeze first up. I don't think he, that time will tell. So I think he's a better sit sprinter, but it's hard to make up ground uh, around Ballarat, it is, isn't especially it? in the fast class. So um, I think he can take him on. He can still win. He's, he might get out to a ridiculous price and you've got to have something on it. Like he might be at the 354. So that could be the story there. The cricket's all over. So there's no sport to bet on there. Um, I'll tell you what else we can bet on. What? You mentioned it before and we mentioned it on uh, winners earlier. Simon Orchid came on before. Yes. Uh, the Ladbrokes Pause of Thunder night yes. tonight. Huge. Three group ones. You've got the Futurity final, uh, the Pause of Thunder and the Derby final. I'll go through the markets, the market movers. Mm. Uh, Hurricane Rain in the Futurity final is the market mover. Drawn yep. box one. Uh, it's $3.80 in from four sixty. So that's been the best backgrounder for Ladbrokes. In race number six, the Derby final, Blue Falcon is the market mover. Drum box number one again, seven fifty into four sixty. Uh, good odds, Cobber at about three bucks. I know Simon was pretty keen on good good odds, Cobber from box six. That was his best bet of the night. Uh, and the market mover in the Ladbrokes Pause of Thunder final, which is the feature event of the program, Zipping Novak. Five fifty okay. into uh, five fifty into five dollars. So mm-hmm. it's probably just weight of money there. I would suggest. Uh, as to why Zipping Novak is the market mover, looking to make it five wins in a row. Idolised 440, kept pretty safe, but the favourite, uh, Dutch right, 250 into 240, just getting back out to 260, drawn box one. So uh, very intriguing betting yep. market. And Anthony Lord, we know how good of a, a, um, a trainer he is. The Lord's a, a phenomenal greyhound trainers, phenomenal greyhound family, 440 into 420. Mm-hmm. So tight market, but Dutch right, the favourite for the uh, for the Paws of Thunder final. All right, mate, who's a horse you're looking forward to seeing this spring? Oh, this autumn, I should say. Oh, that's a very good question. Uh, bodyguard. Okay. And the one that you really like. Manos. Yeah. In the slipper. I've been watching the trials. Yes. And it's a very, very talented horse. Very, very talented. Um, the other one I want to see, and I think he's just a superstar. It's no shock, but Mr. Brightside. Okay. Want him to see him, yeah, see him star, win another group he? one. He's just such a consistent horse. He's just He's a betting friend because of the way he maps. Yeah, as well in those mile races, settles yeah. on the speed, settles with cover, and Fangirl trialed nicely the other day. It'd be Good interesting horse. to see how she comes back. She loves firm ground. She needs that. Whether she'll get that through during the autumn. I was going to say Chris Waller knows a thing or two about maturing mares, doesn't yes, he? Yes, he does. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to seeing Militarise back to see yes. how he comes back. Yep. And Alligator Blood always fascinates me. But Brightside, I think he deserves to be the best horse in the country now. Like Imperatrice. She's Australasia's best. She's mm. based at Cranbourne. Um, but, like, he was second in a Cox Plate. He dominated the early group ones. It'd be great to see him win a um, – like, he's won multiple group ones. But if he wins the All-Star Mile and um, maybe wins a Queen Elizabeth, he, he goes down as one of the all – not the all-time greats, but one of the very, very best horses that we've seen for quite some time when you have a 
when you have a look at his record. Yeah, he's won close to like $10 million. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I'm looking forward to to the All-Star Mile and how, how that all pans out. I know it's a race that – it's one of our pop-up races yes. here, here in Melbourne. The other horse I was very intrigued to see – uh, and the bubble sort of burst when he got rolled by Alligator Blood in the, uh, what's it, 2,000 metre weight for age horse that Alligator Blood won at Caulfield off the top of my head. Um, the Might and Power. It was the Might and Power, yes, that's yeah. right. Just fine. Yeah, I think it's a group two, group three you horse. You think? Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I'm not saying it's a star or anything no. like that. He's a good horse. That's a my race horse horse. It yeah. is. I just want to see how he goes having gone from down there to hitting a peak and now trying to get into yeah. group one level at weight for age. I don't think, I think he's a handicap. I think the Metrop was his race because mm. King Charles gave him away basically good on King Charles and <laughs> sold it to hundreds of owners in Australia. So he did everybody a favor there, but um, yeah, uh, he needs to go to another couple of new levels I would imagine, but he's another interesting runner. Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott. They just had another mm. um, wonderful year. There's no doubt about that. Hey, we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap up race card this Saturday morning and uh, make sure you chat with industry racing experts in Ladbrokes communities, download the app today. And I love this launch your punting plan with the Ladbrokes app. You need a plan. If you have a plan and you're not betting on the spur of the moment, you're gambling responsibly, you can go um, a long way to winning. If you can plan it out and make sure that um, you have a, a, a game plan and hopefully it wins. Take on the fun and download the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke, what's gambling really costing you? Time for a quick break. We'll come back with plenty more on SEN Track. This is Race Card. Thanks to Ladbrokes. On SEN Track, this is Race Card with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. Welcome back to Race Card. Thanks to Ladbrokes on this Saturday morning. Launch your punting plan with Ladbrokes app. Take on the fun and download the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke, it was gambling really costing you. Terry Layton, their man from WA, joins us. Some breaking news out of the West. No William Pike today. Terry, what happened to the Wizard as I say good morning to you? Good morning, Gareth. No William Pike tomorrow either, I believe. Uh, I think he realised that he's on an absolute... The amount of money I just went through on my spreadsheet that I've got on William Pike today and tomorrow is quite incredible. So um, not the news I uh, I was too happy to wake up to, but I'm not sure why he's out. I haven't got a reason for you. Okay. I think he's hurt his ankle. So William Pike okay. missed the Ascot meeting with an ankle injury. Scans on Monday to determine oh, the severity of the injury. So obviously he's been at Grant and Alana Williams yesterday and he's hurt his ankle, the great man. Lucky he Couple wasn't playing indoor cricket, William Pike. So... Um, just would have having, been having a kick of the footy out the back, I reckon, after a couple too many uh, Carlton drives. That'd be a William Pike thing to do, wouldn't it, on a Friday? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pikey, unbelievable. Um, yeah, he doesn't drink, oh, does dear. he? No, he doesn't. No, no, no. He's, uh, there's a reason he's as good as he is, and he probably has a couple less than uh, than a few of us do. So, um, yep. yeah, I, I hate Pikey being out of racing as well. When he went across over East during the COVID period, I, I found a, a little a real downturn in my personal... Uh, profitability with him away i think the better jockeys we have and the better more reliable standard of hoop um we have to punt on i think you get more reliable standard of results so i'm a, I'm a big fan of him clint chris everyone being available and riding because i think it makes um life a lot easier for us as punters so, so who, hopefully it's nothing serious so what what horses did you back with pike on today 
that you were keen on? Well, well, I was on the lady of the vamp state of power. I had something Captain Pluto, the early price. Um, well, you get C. Parnham God. there. Starry yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm okay with Chris on the Lady of the Vamp. I'm okay, even okay with Sean on State of Power. Um, but that's a down. That's that's a worry because the main reason I was on that. I, I'm someone that um, prices Pike very aggressively. Well, I spoke to someone like Dan Cripps. He he doesn't allow for Pikey as heavy in his market. Um, it's each to their own in that sense. So I, I'm someone that very aggressively um, marks Pike. I, I do think that. Yes, he's overbet at times, and there's times we want to bet around him, but I also believe the reason he starts so short is he is that good, and I, I've got a pretty good uh, overall ROI and recording my bets on, on Pike in the last seven or eight years. So, um, yeah, I think he deserves it. Um, what else we got? In the last, you got Fleuro Neuro. Um, I only had a little save on that, but that's probably dead money, I'd say, now, because it's going to have to win from last with... Without William Pike, uh, Starry Heights is now Michael Poise. You've got a horse coming off a failure um, who was only that strong in the market because Pikey was on. Um, I wasn't. I haven't backed Starry Heights, but it will drift like the wind. I haven't backed Speak to Me in race seven or eight as well. Um, that's one I already marked quite long. But with Pike going on, I watched that drift from $4.80 out to about 15 to 1. Okay, that's um, a big drift. He's not that bad, Mitchell watch, watch, watch Starry Heights, yeah. 270 out, so nearly, nearly $5. I reckon watch Upper Limits probably go 280 into 230. Um, mate, you, I'm just going to sit down now and go through the markets. But there is also, um, as I just said, I was just talking to Pete Anthony, so I just said um, uh, when life gives you lemons, you uh, you make Chevelle de Varga lemonade. So yes. That's what we're going to do. That's a lovely next, saying. Uh, so what are we yeah. doing then? How, how are we making some money if I gave you $200? Oh. Uh, well, well, I've got a few. I won't mind use the tell. Use me two hundred at the end, but uh, I still like the ladies of Amp in race three. It's just going to be. Uh, I'd only had half my bet on it, about three bucks. I'm just going to probably pull up stumps on that now. With Chris on for Pike, nothing against Chris. I just, uh, yeah, just probably would have marked it a touch longer. But um, yeah, it should have won multiple last prep in these type of platinums. This is extremely weak. There's speed on a parks in behind them. Uh, it should be very hard to, to beat. State of power in race four. Again, I did like that with Pikey going on, but it was a super trial around Resonator, um, who was great in the Fitzpatrick Plate in its WA debut. Um, eight and other man's come out this morning, so they probably just lead on this over the 1,000 metres. And it's got form around horses like Snowdome, Man Crush, first up, last prep. It's, it's a really nice horse, so I'm pretty happy to be on State of Power. And in that same race, Beads is around $10, um, $9, $10, which especially after the scratching, really surprises me um, that it's that price. I know the kid's on and there's some theorems that it might need the senior, but it's an easy save for me. So we save you on horse number one, Beats. Um, pretty keen race six, race seven to have two each way bets with Chevelle de Varga and race okay. six. So this horse is seriously humming. Um, it could have won the Boxing Day Bash when it was standing on the back of Man Crush. Uh, and then last start, um, I had to go back and watch the last two replays and try not to back this horse. Like it, it's just proper humming. And that coincided with a gear change. The blinkers came off, the visors went on. So I reckon they've got it back to that little period where it won five or six in a row um, a year or two ago. So pretty keen whether they go forward and leave. Um, they might then wait for Bruce Almighty and Weapons and come around, get some cover, they might just end up leaving, but the horse is going too well and I can't see um, how it's such a healthy each way price, so that's probably the bet I'm most looking forward to. Race 7 uh, Bambi at play, its last run suggested it's back to its best and its best form I think is better than all these, we can back that each way so happy to be on it um, and then in race 8, as I said now that, I haven't really planned a huge amount here, but with the favourite so likely to drift from mid fours out to 15 to one. We we have to find a few bets. So just make sure yep. horses like Rogue's Point, Odenaka, and 
all my money go in your quaddy. But um, yeah, I think the next couple of hours will be pretty busy for me. But um, 200 bucks, let's have 50 each way. You should Varga, 50 each way, Bampy at play, race six, race seven. All right, then. So I'm just having a look at the prices there we're getting with uh, Ladbrokes for. Chevelle de Varga, because I love the confidence there from yourself um, and each way play there at 20, Ascot. It's 20 bucks, man. I've had most of mine at 15 during the week, so when I went down to the, the Purple Bank, so I just $20 think that's, and 420 It's I just I think it's a mental price. Just all you have to do is simply watch its last two replays against the same horses, but there is no let's gallivant, there's no man crush, there's no vast art. Um, and you've got Michael Poise just gone on Starry Heights coming off a, an abject failure oh, yes. for William Pike, and it's $2.60. And just, just watch those two horses' last runs comparatively. Feldovarga was a yeah. six-length six better run. Can you give Lactar Romley? What instructions will you give Lactar today? Uh, we haven't had a good relationship with no. all the back <laughs> with, uh, with Lactar recently, to be honest, Karen. So uh, I'm worried that because it's been racing well, we've covered, they're going to come out desperate for cover, but this race has no speed. Okay. So all they need to do is be semi-positive early. They'll get to the top softly. They can then either lead if nothing takes it on, or they can wait for Bruce and Weaponson to come around and get cover right behind them. But all this right. horse should settle in the first three. That's all we need to know. Terry, you go and get them today. Go back to work. No pike today, <laughs> so good luck. Thanks, mate. Have a good day. He's a great man, Terry Layton. So William Pike to miss the Ascot meeting with an ankle injury. That is it for race card. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Launch your punting plan with Ladbrokes app. Take on the fun and download the Ladbrokes app today. Ladbroke it. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. David Taggart, Cam Luke and Josh Jenkins to take you through a Saturday afternoon on SEN Track. Have a wonderful day. I'll be back on Monday morning for Giddy Up on SEN Track. But for now, have a, have a good day. I'll, I'll catch you later.